What's going on, everybody? We're here. We live. No Spoon Podcast. Uh. Yeah, we changed the subject. Hey, it happens like that, right? Let me know if you can hear me. Let me know if you can hear me if you're in the chat. Spoons in the chat. So let me know that you can hear. Just getting adjusted. Of course. Of course, like every show, it's like I'm trying to get things together at the last all the way up until the last minute, especially especially when uh, I you know change last minute. And I'm gonna go over that in a minute. Still waiting on our guests to show up. But if you hear me, if you can hear me okay, if everything sounds okay. Boy, Broken Traditions is in the chat. I see you. So you said you put up a Kanye. Man, look, everybody's doing. Everybody has to do a Kanye thing because it's the biggest news that's going on, man. I, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna touch on it in a second. Gotta adjust the camera a little bit. Like I said, man, everything changes last minute. But if you can hear me, let me know. Just trying to get these trolls together. This is No Spoon Podcast. Okay, we see. I see you, Blanche. You in the... <laughs> there we go. Blanche is in the building. I see you. My name is Jay. This is the No Spoon Podcast. We live on YouTube chat is open so if you want to go ahead and comment go ahead and put a comment in there this is gonna be a good one today this is gonna be a good one it's all you know it's always a good one when me and blanche get together we do this all the time man it's been a minute but uh every time we get together it's a good one Let's get it started. My name is Che. This is the No Spoon Podcast. Thank you, everybody, for joining and listening in. Um, before we get started, if you have not subscribed to the channel, go ahead and do so now. Uh, turn on your post notifications, too, so you can see what's going on. And when we're dropping something, I've got new videos going on all the time. And I see Broken. Uh, okay, good. Because Broken Tradition, we was having some problems earlier. He wasn't getting no uh, no notifications. But, you know, let Turn the post notifications on because it's always going to tell you when we got a, I got a new short out. I try to push shorts out almost every single day. I put at least one out in a couple of videos a week, and we're going to be talking about a lot of different things. I always, always trying to give you guys the real. And, and with that being said, um, I put out some things. You know, it's a promo for this. Uh, we, we, me and Blanche, we're going to get together. We're doing this podcast, and uh, the original topic was you know we were going to talk about the return of toxic masculinity you know how like he and he and i always get together and we talk about you know uh masculinity family values things of that nature and um you know when i talked to him last night and we was going to go we kind of going over what we're talking about i was like man i'm burnt out on kanye man i don't want to talk about him and um you know and he kind of you know he understood he said yeah let's do it let's do whatever you know so we that's that was the plan and that's why you've seen the promos but now we're going to talk about you know, the things that we always talk about and things you guys like listening to. But um, 
all that changed. You know what I mean? And I, I think this is the nature of the game that we're in. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I think there's always like this fine line of being true to yourself and also at the same time trying to stay current, trying to stay stay on top of things. And um, one thing that I'm, I'm going to do, and and this is this is my word to you guys, the listeners, the subscribers, the, the followers, wherever you follow me at on whether on Twitter, Instagram, everything. And you see that going down at the bottom of the, of the of the page there. So go ahead. And if you haven't followed me on there, go ahead and do so. But um, one thing I'm going to always do is try to keep it real and try to give you guys um, the most authentic product that I can give. And so, um, like I said, I was done. I, I, you know, this is my thing. And and I and. We're going to talk about it today, um, and I've said it before. I think Kanye is a genius when it comes to um, playing the algorithms. I think he's a genius when it comes to getting attention. Um, and so doing shows like this, it plays right into what he's trying to do. Now, at the end of the day, what difference does it make to me? You know what I mean? If he's trying to sell records or he's trying to sell himself as a brand period like i'm not i'm not going to be somebody that's going to sit here and say well i don't want to play into that because for what like what does it matter to me but i mean in 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 essence that's what we're all trying to do you know we're in this um we're in this in this game of trying to get people to hear what we're talking about and i think um people like myself and people like blanche who's coming on here in a second and um you know my boy broken traditions who's in the, in the chat right there we have an agenda and our agenda is to change the narrative to represent our values. And um, that's, I mean, that's the name of the game. We want to get our values out there, but you can't do so with 200 subscribers on YouTube. You know what I mean? And it's very hard to be a voice when nobody's really listening. So you, you have to play the game as well. And you have to give the algorithm to a certain extent because we're all you know, kind of slaves to the algorithm, but, um, it's like, you know, we're, we're, we all have to play that game if we want to get people to listen to our message. You know what I mean? I mean, that's, that's just, that's just the reality. Like if we want people to hear what we're saying and we want to change the culture and we want to implement our values in the culture, then we have to give, um, we have to give place to things like this and we have to talk about these type of things. Now, I think that there are important things that uh, Kanye is bringing up that's worth mentioning and we're talking about, which is why we're going to do a show on that right now. Um, so, I mean, I'm not it's not like I'm sitting here talking about the Kardashians. Well, we kind of are going to be talking about the Kardashians to a certain extent, but I'm just saying, you know, it's it's like. Um, you know, you have to play this game, man, and and like and. I struggle with this. You know, I think that there are certain things, certain lines and boundaries that we're not going to cross. I'm not going to cross. I refuse to, to do certain things, um, you know, as as my own personal morals and values that I'm not going to do. Um, and one of the things that I think that pe that gets a lot of views and a lot of attention, uh, especially being a male, is people like to see drama. They like to see people air people out with their with you know gossip and things that they know and i know things about a lot of different people but it's not my place to say it and i know that that can bring me more viewers it could bring me more subscriptions it could bring me more attention that that you kind of need in order to 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 like i said get the message across but then at the end of the day to me that waters it down so there are certain things that i won't do but i mean um you know 
talking about things like this and, and trying to put our twist on it and our spin on it from our values and perspectives is is I think is important. So I just, you know, I wanted to kind of put that out there just because, you know, like I said it was a last minute thing. We changed it um, because I felt that it was important. And at the end of the day, this is what everybody's talking about. So people and I was getting, you know, people were DMing me and saying, are you going to talk about Kanye? Are you going to talk about what happened on Drink Champs? Are you going to talk about the interview? You can talk about them pulling the interview, all these different things. And I'm like, at first I was telling people like, man, I'm tired of talking about that. Let's let's move on to something else. But it's like, you know what? You know, you got to go where the, you got to go where the eyes are if you want people to hear because they're going to get it. They're going to get they're going to get the perspective that, you know, in my opinion, leads them in the wrong direction. So you might as well hear it from us if you're going to hear from somebody. But with that, with that being said, I'm going to get back on it. Um, let's let me introduce my guest. Uh, if you if you are regular and if you've been following me on Instagram, then you know that I've done a lot of lives with um with this with with my boy here blanche um and i messed up i didn't turn off the uh dang. but anyways whatever we'll make it happen but um i've done a lot of lives with blanche we've talked about a lot of different things we have um we're always trying to implement the right values into society that we know and and even though sometimes it feels like a losing battle we still gonna keep fighting and he's always putting out good content so if you guys haven't followed him on instagram um he is at he is blanchard but uh i think that they've shadow banned they probably they're getting all of us but anyways let me introduce blanche to the to the to the stream what's, what's up jay because <laughs> <laughs> you know what i seen on the one on your main page I can't tag you or nothing. Oh yeah. So no. They got you too to some certain extent. But it is what it is, man. Yeah. What's going on? <clears throat> What's up, man? Um you know, I'm hearing a lot of folks talk about you know, Kanye being a distraction. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna tell you something, Che. This is what I believe, right? You mm -hmm. know, they get the people that you don't like to tell you the truth. So if you think about it, we really had like four years of Trump just telling us all kind of stuff, right? Right, right. And then what was the result of that? Peter pandemic, ushering in all this crazy stuff. So to me, even though Kanye is a distraction, to me it's a good distraction because what is he saying? Like to me, it's always what do you do with the information? And I and I get yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like people are saying he's trending and all this stuff, but what is he saying though? Like what is he saying that can be a benefit or a plus? Just writing him off as a distraction is going to dismiss what he's actually saying because again, the people that you don't like are the ones that are going to allow you to tell the truth. Think about it. All the folks that we like lie to us. So they use, because and they, and they have to give us a choice. So they got to put the truth and the lie in front of your face. You got to make a pick. So to me, Kanye been saying a lot of stuff, even more than usual. Like he's been going overboard. The stuff he's saying is normally get would get somebody canceled. Like you have to apologize the next day. He's been on a tear and he's been allowed to go on platforms. So I know something is coming behind this. Something is gonna happen behind this. Um, I yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think you know, it, here, here's the thing. I don't like to be the type to always call out the other side right so 
With that being said, I don't think it's a coincidence that they put the White Lives Matter, they did the White Lives Matter shirt right before Candace released her documentary. Yeah. Right. And I don't think that's a coincidence. I don't think it's a, I, I, you know, and now we're seeing, I saw today where they're saying that Kanye is going to buy Parlor from Candace's husband. And I don't think that was something that came about in the last couple of weeks. That's probably something that's been in the work. So I don't, I don't look at this as, um, not being a marketing plan because Kanye is talked about everywhere, right? So, I mean, if you're going, if if you're going to to put out some new material or have something that you're trying to brand and and market, this is a this is the perfect way to do so. And then nowadays, controversy sells more than anything. You know what I mean? So, um, I think Kanye is a genius at doing that. Uh, so I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, if 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 we're going to go back and look at 2020 and you look at the whole you know, what they call the summer of love and all that different stuff um, <laughs> as being as being nothing but a a, a political tool, then I'm going to look at this as the same way. But it doesn't mean that there isn't some things in there that we can't um, that we can't learn from or we can't get some information on. Um, I mean, what do you think about that part of that aspect of it? Because, you know, they say Candace is a grifter and they say, Kanye is, you know, an attention seeker. So, I mean, listen, I think everything can be true. And I also believe they can still have a benefit, though. Like, I don't believe that just because, you know, they made money or it's a marketing scheme, which it is, that it doesn't mean it doesn't have validity to it. And to me, everything they're saying is valid because, like you said, controversy sells. But even bigger than that, we know now that truth is controversy. So the more truth you tell, the more of a controversial figure that you are. You know, I, I think about uh, your boy, um, what's his name, Andrew Tate, and yeah. how and how they really canceled him off of social media because they 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 weren't able to villainize him yet. And so the problem was he had too much steam before they could put the narrative behind him, so they had to just go ahead and cancel him. Had they had enough time, they would have made him the bad guy and then allow him to speak. Now we go to Kanye. Kanye's already on record as being mentally ill. So <laughs> at the end of the so that you think if you think about it, if he's mentally ill on paper, then you're not gonna really take him that serious. Most folks are gonna say he's just crazy, he's just ranting. So he's already diminished in his validity. The problem is that's a strategy too, though. Again, they let someone that you don't like or someone that's crazy tell you the truth, so you'll just reject the truth. Like, think about it. You said it before with Megan McGlover, you were like. They attached everything conservative to Trump, like First Amendment rights, right. Second Amendment rights, being conservative, like everything that was good attached to Trump. That way, if you hear something good and you say it's Trump, it's bad. So right. I think it's, I think it's the same way with Kanye. He's telling a lot of truth, but because it's Kanye, you're going to dismiss it. I'm saying you can dismiss Kanye, don't dismiss the truth. No, yeah, de definitely. And then. So then, you know, now now what's been going on is is drink champ drink champs has been getting a lot of pushback. Uh, you see, Noriega had been uh, I, well, I think he goes by Nori now, but I remember when he was Noriega. Remember when yeah. he was uh, when they had a CNN Capone and Noriega, the War Report. Yeah, you know, some some people too young for all that man. They don't remember. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, so now they're now they're on him. Um, I'm going I got a couple of clips here that I want to put I want to play. And this was this was Nori today on um the Breakfast Club. Of course, you know, it's crazy because it's like 
Charlemagne is all you know, you already know what he is. But this is this is Nori today, and I'm gonna let it play. And this was him addressing the anti-Semitic stuff. Now we'll talk about the George Floyd stuff, but I think I think I want to talk about the anti-Semitic stuff before we get into the George Floyd thing, right? Because I think that, that if we set it up with the George with the anti-Semitic stuff, we'll understand the George Floyd thing, in my opinion, right? So let me just let me just play this clip of him today on the Breakfast Club when he called in. Clock in the morning interview. Well, but uh, yeah, no, don't don't say that though, because he said a lot of he still said a lot of anti-Semitic rhetoric in the in the interview as well. You know what and, I mean? And, and, uh, yes. And if you, look, if you look, by the way, I had four Jewish people there. Steve Rifkin was in the room. Steve Rifkin, who who signed Wu Tang Clan, was in the room. Uh, my friend Eric, who is Jewish, is in the room. My friend Diego, who is Jewish, was in the room. And I looked at them to tell them, like, yo, tell me whenever he's going across the line. And they're, just, they're looking and they're saying, okay, we understand where he's coming from. But none of it, I don't support none of it. I don't support the George Floyd comments. I don't support the anti-Semitic. That's all I have is Jewish friends. All I have is black friends. Hey, so let me, let me, before, did, did, did Nori just play the, uh, the I have black friends and I have Jewish friends card? I mean, <laughs> I can't believe he said that. I'm listen. I'm shocked that Nori said. Okay, go ahead, Che, because I got you know. <laughs> you know this whole this whole anti-Semitism thing is, is is ridiculous to me, man. Like this is. Here's the thing, man. What I don't understand um, is basically, I mean, if if you get into everything, because I, I watched, I started watching it last night, right? The uh, the Drink Champs interview. And now they've taken it down. So Nori took it down, Drink Champ, but you can still find it on YouTube. And I would suggest watching it before they're taking it down. But um, it's just not on the Drink Champs. It's not on their website. It's none of that stuff. But um, I watched it. I watched about halfway through before I, I fell asleep, right? But um, he was basically just saying that 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 Jewish people have a, a prominent positions within the entertainment industry, within fashion industry, within, you know, and th and he's only talking from Kanye's perspective. So let, let's just say in the industries that Kanye um, is in, Jewish people have a prominent voice. They have a prominent positions. They have ownership. So there was really nothing that I looked at that he's, that was anti-Semitic. I don't think that is anti to say that people own something. Right. Um, I, I, I liken it to this. Like if you were to sit here and say, um, and I don't I can't speak for every place in the world or in the country, but I can speak for L.A. on who owns most of like the beauty supply stores, who owns most of the nails, nail salons. Right. Over here, it's it's, it's Asians, particularly like Vietnamese, things like that. That's just what it is. So to sit here and say, you know, that Asian people own most of the beauty supplies stores in L.A., I don't. How is that an anti comment? How is that like degrading unless you're unless unless you're mad that they own it? I mean, but that still that doesn't to me that doesn't doesn't like it, it's not an anti comment. You know what I'm saying? If we look at the if we look at the uh, record labels or like the entertainment industry and say, well, most of the executives and most of the owners are Jewish. I don't understand how that's anti. 
And I, I agree 1,000%. Um, members from the Jewish community run every single industry. And it's just a it's just a fact. Like, I don't, it's just like the wa water is wet. I mean, it's just a fact. They own all these industries. We're talking about banking, finance. We're talking about sports, entertainment. We're talking about, they pretty much dominate. Think about it. Black Lives Matter is even owned by a Jewish person. Like, what are we talking about? Like, they mm -hmm. literally even own the, the social justice movement. So they literally own everything. My question is, it's almost like they want to own everything, but then have the image of we're oppressed too. You know, you like you kind of hide behind we're like everybody else to disenfranchise, even though we dominate and monopolize all these industries. Like you said, I don't think it's anti anything just to state the truth. They own everything. Now, the question is, if the Jewish community runs all these industry, industries, then who's really responsible for systemic racism? Mm -hmm. If they own and dominate everything, then who is controlling systemic racism? Now, we put the face on white people, but technically, white people aren't the ones that are dominating all these industries. It's actually Jewish people. Well, here, I mean, well, here's the thing, right? And this is this is interesting because I had um, a few weeks ago, I had a Curtis Schoon on, and you guys know I I can do a lot of contributing with Schoon TV. But he was he was talking about, and we were talking about hip hop, and um, one of the things that he had pointed out was saying that you know because we were talking about Young Thug and Gunner and how they've all been arrested and they're trying to use their their lyrics in in their court cases, right? And one of the things that Schoon was saying was that that's cool if that's what you want to do, fine. But we also have to point out the fact that there are um, record executives, in particular, he named Lior Cohen, um, who was who ran Def Jam, uh, Dave Gettleman, who I believe ran, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Universal. But he's he's one of them. But um, and uh, Jimmy Iovine, who was the head of Interscope. Now, all three of them are Jewish. All three of them are head of record labels. And so what Schoon was saying, and, and I, I agree with this point as well, is that they don't, they're, they're through hip hop, you're promoting a criminal lifestyle mm -hmm. and you're promoting gangbanging. You're promoting a lot of degenerate activity. And one of the things that makes hip hop so uh, attractive is the authenticity. So people want to buy hip-hop records listen to hip-hop records go to hip-hop shows because the artists are viewed at views as being authentic meaning the things that they talk about they actually do now we could go back and forth and we could we've talked about this so many different times how rappers still hang around they still want to be validated by you know the streets and whatnot it's the reason why you know 40 something year old steven jackson who's an nba champion um, wants to go and 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 take selfies on O Block in Chicago <laughs> yeah, around a bunch in. of teenagers. You know, what, but you know what I'm saying, like this because he's trying to validate his street cred. And in order yeah. to do that, that's the lifestyle the hip hop culture is selling, right? And so, what he was saying is that if we're going to sit here and talk about that, then we also have to talk about and Lior Cohen, Jimmy Iovine, Dave Gettleman, all these. Or I'm, I'm, I might be saying it not be Dave Gettleman. I think he's the owner of the Giants or something. But I'm just. Uh, I think uh, Clive Davis was also involved in there, who's also Jewish. He owns Arista Records, who was also involved with Puffy. Um, and they made a lot of money off of hip hop beef. They made a lot of money off of the East Coast, West Coast stuff, the death of Biggie, death of Tupac. They made a, they make a lot of money off 
of of hit the violence that's being sold and that lifestyle that's being sold. And so what he was saying is everybody likes to talk about systemic racism, but nobody ever names names. It's always this kind of up there in the clouds. We don't know who's who and what's what, and nobody ever names names. And yet there's names. There's people that are responsible for perpetrating this type of um, so-called systemic oppression that's going on, but nobody ever names it. And I think this is what we're kind of talking about here. And I think this opens the door. This kind of conversation opens the door to that, like what Kanye's talking about. I think that there's bigger things going on that is going on way above our head and they keep us distracted with microaggressions. Mm-hmm. Who I think the guy that owns Universal is Sir Lucian Charles Yeah, Yeah, I, I believe he's, yeah, that's another one. And um, yeah, I mean, so um, like Schoon was saying, so again, what they've done to me is they've put all of the brunt of all of this quote unquote systemic racism on the average white person. So now the average white person bears the brunt of all the systemic racism when in fact the average white person doesn't have any power to be racist. They don't have any, they don't have any means to do it. So, so it's almost like you think about it. Look at Black Lives Matter. That is a, or even the NAACP. Look at these movements that are ran by the Jewish community or members, but then they're using uh, black people as the quote unquote muscle. And it's the same thing with the music industry. You have these music execs and music company owners and they use black artists to make money. So it's kind of like the Jewish community has kind of used black people to get social leverage economic leverage, and then political leverage. If, if you just look at what they've done, but again, people say this is anti-Semitic, but it's not if it's true. And my question is, again, if it's true, then who are we holding accountable? It's not fair for me to say, if I can go and say Trump is racist, then I should be able to say that the record execs are racist for putting out music that specifically says for young black men to kill each other. I can also right. call that racist. You know what I'm saying? So I just don't I just don't understand this whole anti-Semitic thing was a way to shut everybody up, just make everybody be quiet. Yeah, and I and 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 like I said um earlier, the drink champs has pulled the interview and now Nori's catching a lot of heat. And he went on, I believe I believe it's his Instagram channel. And I'm gonna play this clip of him, which is interesting. See, it's interesting, and everybody always says like there's some um, there's some conspiracy, there's some cabal, there's some all this different thing that's going on that trying to silence people and keep people from talking. And now you see Nori, who is Nori is not the does not have the clout or the status of Kanye West. Right. Right. And so, but yet, you know, and that was one thing I saw Wack 100 say some things, and he was saying, Well, Nori, if you know, you over here talking apologizing and 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 backtracking now, but you still got the, you still got the video up. You know what I mean? And Nori was bragging all weekend saying we made we had more views in the NFL, which is which is huge. That's insane. <laughs> that is insane. Right. That so, is insane. So now like watch it. I'm gonna play this clip real quick so we can see because it looked like I don't know. You tell me what you think about what Nori's doing in this in this situation here. I'm gonna play this real quick. Outside 7 a.m. Dolo. Got a lot of thinking to do. Got a lot of thinking to do. These past three days, there's been a lot going on. You know, two different audiences from 
Boosie, the Kanye, you know, people wanting this, people not wanting this, not wanting that. And I'm starting to realize free speech ain't free. Some people gotta pay for free speech. I'm just not one that's willing to do it. So I got a lot of thinking, a lot of things to do. You know what I mean? But things might not be the same. Because things ain't the same. But uh, I'm going to stay positive. Uh, that's pretty much it. Salute. But things ain't the same because things is not the same. <laughs> Chay, well, let me say this. I know he's stressed because he got he got two blunts in his ear. So I know he's stressed. Man, no, he got three blunts, man. He's stressed. Listen. Man. <laughs> Nori got that phone call. <laughs> oh, man. Hey. Hey, hey he looks hey, he up 7 a.m. on the beach with three blunts. He's stressed, dog. Listen, he's stressed, man. Nori is stressed, dog. <laughs> hey man, if ever if ever there was a uh uh what what did they say? Hey, hey, tell me you got a visit from them people without telling me you got a <laughs> right. visit from them people. Right. It's right there. That's Nori right there. Like you said, on the beach, 7 a.m. You got two blunts and you in it, one in each ear and you smoking one. And all you keep saying is things ain't the same. Things ain't the same. Like, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> man, yeah, I mean it's like, you know. It ain't the same. I think. I think what happened. I think Nori kind of bit off a little bit more than he could chew. I mean, Drink Champs is 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 known, and Drink Champs is a is a is a, you know, it's it's a show everybody goes on, but it it doesn't, it don't bring this type of controversy. You know what I mean? You might get Boosie saying something crazy, or or whatever, or 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 Puffy on there saying something something just, you know, some little homosexual innuendos yeah, or something Puffy be doing, but. <laughs> But never to this extent. I think. I think. Uh. 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 What's his name? Nori was like, man. Wait a minute here. Wait a minute here. I'm just like, you know, I want to go back to being super thug. Right. <laughs> man, that's yeah. crazy, man. And you know what? And it's funny because if you watch Nori in that interview, you could tell he was kind of like not comfortable because like he was kind of he was like looking like kind of quiet, like he didn't know what kind he was about to say. And I guess you get kind of nervous because you got Kanye. And when Kanye goes on a rant, he might say anything. But yeah, Nori is Nori's gonna play ball. He's not gonna yeah. rock the boat. He's gonna play ball. He's not gonna. I mean, that's what he said. He said he basically said that. He said, you know, free speech ain't free, but I'm not willing to pay the price. You know what right. I mean? And I think he's right. Free free speech isn't free because you know, there's there's people up here that you have to deal with. You have to pay. You have to. You have to pay the tax in order to say what you want to say. And I, Nori's not that guy. We already know no. that. You know what I'm saying? He's not in that position within that industry to really be that guy to 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 take the mantle and push those boundaries. You know what I'm saying? He just he hosts a show where people get drunk. That's basically it. Right. You know what I mean? Um. You know what's kind of interesting to me? I mean, if we're gonna sit here and have this conversation and we say that that um, you know there's ownership going on. Right. And, 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 you know, he, he said it himself in that when he was talking to Charlemagne and he was saying there was four Jewish people in the room. Right. And nobody ever said anything. Nobody ever, you know, tried to try to reel him in or anything like that. Right. But here's the thing. I mean, do, do I kind of see this as 
let's create this narrative where you can't say anything about us. And then let's let somebody say something about us. And that generates controversy, which generates revenue. And we all win because at the end of the day, we really don't care about people saying anything about us. Like right. I, I, I don't ha- I don't think that anybody sitting over there really offended. Like, I don't think Clive Davis is hurt right now no. or Adam Silver, who's, you know, the commissioner of the NBA is offended by anything. I really don't. I think that they look at this as an opportunity to almost be like if you and I decided to go around and bully everybody and say, you better not say anything about Che and Blanche. And then all of a sudden we just let a couple people say something. So it sparks controversy yeah. and we all getting paid off of it. I don't see what's the big deal. I mean, that's kind of how I see it. Yeah. And, and also, if you think about it, it's also great marketing for the Jewish community. The Jewish community has to have a boogeyman. So if you notice, it, it was Hitler. Then it was, you can say, you can say somebody like Farrakhan. They always have an antagonist because that validates them as in a disenfranchised or oppressed group. So allowing Kanye to speak does work both ways. It makes them still seem like they're under anti-Semitic attack. Like we're, like we're still facing, think, let's be honest, Che. Jewish people aren't really facing any hardships in America. Like, I don't see that many homeless Jewish people. I don't see any Jewish gangs running around. I don't see the Jewish homicide rate up. I don't like I don't see any of these things in the Jewish community. So what's validating them being an oppressed group or a disenfranchised group? So they always have to have, in my opinion, somebody to be an antagonist for them. And, and, and the funny thing is, all the folks that talk about them never actually say anything that bad, though. Like they don't say like they're scum of the earth, inhuman, you know, like none of that stuff. It's just like most of the time they run this or they run that. Even when it was Nick Cannon and he had Professor mm. Griff on the show, they weren't really saying stuff that was bad. I mean, and, and if you and if we're honest, the Jewish people even admit that they're not actually a what you call race, right? They're not actually a race. They're what a a, a people like got a religion and that religion became their, I guess, nationality. So they'll even admit, even in the name Jewish, they're not fully Jew, they're Jewish. So, I mean, there's all kinds of things they put out in front of us. So I really shouldn't, I just don't understand how stating the obvious with them is a problem. To me, this is is just about them having credibility as a disenfranchised group, which I don't believe. I'm sorry, I don't. Let um, Let me play this other tape. And this is kind of what uh what we're talking about as far as the ownership. Um and Kanye kind of went in on this. So let me let me play this real quick. And then we'll get our take on it. Uh we made the White Lives Matter tease, and then when I put up the, the tweet, the DEFCON tweet, now nah, he ain't he ain't releasing the T because mm. he's Jewish. Mm. And I'm like, see, this is my exact point that I'm mm. making. Mm. Like Jewish people have owned the black voice. Mm. Whether it's through us wearing a Ralph Lauren shirt or it's all of us being signed to a record label or having a Jewish manager or being signed to a Jewish basketball team or Mm. doing a movie on a Jewish platform like Disney. Mm -hmm. And we understand it's like I I, I respect what the Jewish people have done and how they brought their people together. Mm. You know, they came into money uh, through the lawyers Mm-hmm. When uh, after Wall Street, when um, when all of the 
like the Catholics, they wouldn't they wouldn't divorce people. Right. So the right. Jewish lawyers came and they were willing to divorce people. That's when they first came into their money. So like say with me and Jay, with our our culture, with the with the darker Jews. First just, of all, because you got to happens when anybody starts talking deep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With the yeah. dark with the darker Jews, the twelve lost tribes of, of Israel, who we are, because we Jewish also. We right. we from Africa also. We the blood of Christ. So we're not just black. We are Jew, just like the Jewish people. And now we're coming into money. But the main thing is, I got to drink the Ducey over the Hennessy mm -hmm. as the first step to us coming together, like how the Jewish people came together. Mm. But we couldn't even talk about... I remember Ben Horowitz called me after 444 and said, I don't know about Jay giving up business, Jewish business secrets. Mm, and these he secrets... Said, he, we were talking about um, building up uh, uh, the, the properties and stuff like that. Yeah, on 444. these secrets can't... They not finna be a secret no more. Like, if somebody mm. tells me something, it's like, yo... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, I think that there are some things that are... Go like, this is just how I see it, man. I, and, and, and I'm going to let you... I'm going to let you say what you got to say, but this is just how I see it, man. <clears throat> I think what happened is that Kanye, right? I think when Kanye thought that when he became a billionaire and he reached a certain level of having a certain amount of money, that that would change everything, right? That that would that would give him a certain level of power and what I think what he realized is that once you cross a, cer a certain threshold, that everything gets kind of stonewalled, right? I made a, uh, I wrote an article, we, and then I think you and I had talked about this last year or earlier this year. Um, Brian, Brian Flores, who yeah. was the, the, he was the coach of the Miami Dolphins and he had got fired and then he sued the NFL and for saying, that the you know they they weren't hiring their hiring practices were racist and this is that right and so i wrote an article at schoon tv what i was saying that i you know when you see like brian flores and you see kaepernick and they're trying to paint this this narrative that the nfl is racist they're doing it for a purpose and that purpose is this if you look at the nfl the nfl is comprised of 32 teams so you know, we all say this, like, you know, growing up as a kid, we all go, if I was a billionaire, I'd do this. If I was a billionaire, I'd do that. And so you say, well, if I was a billionaire, I'd own an NFL team. You can't just own an NFL team. I don't care how much money you have because there's only 32. And that means you have to be like, I don't care how much money you got. If one of those 32 teams does not want to sell, you are not going to buy it. And then if they do want to sell, how many other just as equally or not more powerful and more rich billionaires are there that's going to try to position themselves to get that team. You look at NFL, look at NFL teams, and I'm using this as an example to, for, for a reason. The Roonies, the Hunts, uh, Jerry Jones. Who's going who's gonna to own the Cowboys, which is the, the most lucrative of all the sports franchises, the Dallas Cowboys? Who's going to own them when Jerry Jones dies? Stephen Jones. Yeah. Exactly. So nobody's giving up NFL teams. So if I'm an outsider and I'm not in that group of 32 owning an NFL team, how do I get my hands on one? You start to create a narrative and you use the media, you use your connections, you start using pawns like Brian Flores, who actually had 
now as an NFL coach, he's coaching with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and we haven't heard anything about his lawsuit, if you've noticed. Right. right? What I'm saying is that once you get to a certain level of business and a certain level of money, you start to realize that doors don't open like you think that they're going to. Yeah, you have the power to go buy as many Mercedes Benzes as you want or buy as much beachfront property as you might like. But you don't have the power to do certain big power moves. And if you watch some of the interview that he did in, in this one, he talked about being with Adidas and he talked about, you know, that he didn't understand how the factory system worked. He didn't understand how he didn't. And what he was basically trying to say, is he didn't understand the infrastructure, right? You can have the idea. And this is why we look at hip hop and you look at like Suge Knight, Master P, uh, Puffy. Yeah, they all owned record labels, but what they didn't own was distribution because distribution takes infrastructure. Distribution, you have to own, you actually have to own the factories that make the product. You actually have to own the, the the trucks that move the product. You have to actually have to own the brick and mortar that sells the product. Like you actually have to own these things. And I think what Kanye was realizing that once he hit this certain level and he thought that, okay, all these doors are going to open up and now I got real power, he realized that he ran into this cabal, we can call it, of of rich, very, very elite, wealthy people who are not going to let you in just because you have a certain dollar amount attached to your name. Right. And I, I agree a thousand percent, Che, because <clears throat> once you get to that level, it's not about money anymore. It's about legacy. You know, mm -hmm. it's about family. It's about path. It's about lineage. So it's about everything that money really can't buy, but that what money sets up. And so most folks are naive to think that if I get to a certain level, I'll be invited into all the circles. No, you won't because, because what they're doing is preservation. They're preserving, like you say, NFL owners going to keep passing down teams. They're not going to let somebody come in and take it. So like to your point in your article, really, you think about it, they just want to socially pressure an owner to sell the team. You, you basically hold them hostage with the, where you get the woke mob, to surround the owner and say, listen, give up the team and we're going to protest and we're going to march around you. You'll never have a peaceful, like, you know what I'm saying? I think Stacey Abrams even said, you know, I can get the all-star game shut down in Atlanta. Like she threatened the MLB, like y'all better move it or I'm going to just have folks come and just mess it all up. So I agree with you. What they're trying to do is socially leverage their way into the NFL. And you know, like I know, if it works one time, it's over. Well, we saw it work with Donald Sterling, remember, in the NBA with the Clippers. And I, I think that's that's what I'm saying is I think what they do is they start to look for the weak link. And and so you got to remember, there's a small group that owns things. Right. And, 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 and I'm using the NFL. I'm using sports as 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 an example. But this also you can use this in the fashion industry. You can use this in the in music and entertainment and all these different industries banking, all these different things where a small group of people own everything. And in order to get, you have to find the weakest link. And when you see a guy like Donald Sterling, who was, a, who was the owner of the Clippers, and you know he's an old man with a lot of money, and you know old men with a lot of money are going to fall prey to young models and females, right? And so what did they do? They, I mean, he literally... He's got this young broad around him. She's running around with him. 
he's got and he and then you already know that he's gonna get insecure because you're bringing her around NBA stars. <laughs> right. He's an old man, an right. old man, and you got him around, got her around NBA players. So in the in the pillow talks, he he expresses his insecurities, he expresses those things. She just tells certain people, like, yeah, he doesn't like me hanging around, you know, uh, uh other other NBA players, you know what I'm saying? And and this and this and that. And, and then they start saying, well, is it, is it a race thing? And she goes, well, I don't know. And yeah, probably. And this, this and that. And that, and we'll record. And then she records him. And then next thing you know, he's lost his team, but that's what you would do if you were another billionaire trying to get into that circle. Yeah. And that's what, I mean, that's literally what happened. It's like, this is what I'm saying. You know, everything that you see being played out in the public is just a chess move. And we're all just going, oh, okay. Yeah, he was racist. He got to go. And guys like LeBron and guys like, you know, Chris Paul, and they play their role in this because who are they trying to appease? The same people that sign their checks. Right. And and I and I even question that the young person that was messing with him, I got to question that person's gender because <laughs> that could have been a, 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 a transformer. But anyway... But but yeah, and, and also could have been a plant too. I mean, it could have been an agent, you know, because we haven't seen or heard from them since. Like, you know, they've just disappeared. So, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was a setup, but I agree 100% with you in that they look for the chink in the armor. And so with the NFL, they tried it with Miami. It didn't work. But there's going to be some team that falls victim to it. There's going to be some team that the owner says, you know what, I'm going to do it. And it's going to be over. You know, once the woke mob gets control of sports, it's a wrap. Well, I, I don't think people I, here's the thing is like I don't I like I don't think that everybody's just like, OK, you know, the NFL, the NBA, um, the entertainment industry, they own it. So let me just go about my business. We're dealing with we're dealing with the the apex predator. You know what I'm saying? The out al- the alpha of all alphas, the people that have <clears throat> six, they, they have epitomized success here in the United States. They are ultra competitive. You know what I'm saying? They're not just people that have, I think we get this idea that, you know, they're rich and they're just sitting around doing nothing. No, these people are, you know, the Elon Musk type of people. They are, they are ultra competitive. They're trying to go on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So I don't, I I look at like, again, using sports as an example, they're lurking. They're lurking around NFL circles to try to find this type of information. And once they hear this information and they go, hey, you know, such and such likes, you know, you know, likes young girls. You know what I mean? Then they go, oh, really? You you see what I'm saying? Like I, people have this idea that just because you have money, like look at Bill Cosby, just because you have money. I'm just going to walk into NBC with a briefcase full of cash and say, give it to me. Yeah, and, right. And, and 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 then to think that there aren't a whole bunch of other people going, wait, wait a minute. Look, we we play these politics at our own jobs. If certain people go in there and you say, hey, guess who's going to get the manager position? And everybody be like, what? He ain't getting the manager position. And then you try to politic your way. And we do this with small crumbs. We're talking about billions and billions and billions of dollars on the line. People play cold games. And I don't I don't look at these things as being, you know, just everybody's going about their business. These people are savage. And they're and they're waiting for somebody to slip up. They're waiting for a, a Jerry Jones. I mean, you see, they almost got Robert Kraft, the Patriots owner. But somehow, he's con- he's 
connected. You know what I mean? There are certain people that you just can't mess with because of their connections. You know what I mean? Just like at your job. I'm, I always use this analogy because it's like the same thing. Like at your job, people play these games. Why don't you think they're playing it at the highest level? They are. And you, But you also know that once the Jerry Jones go and the Robert Krafts go, the next crop of leadership is weak. Like their children are going to be weaker than them. So to me, oh, yeah. they, they're just going to wait their time, you know, wait, the, wait them out. You know, once all the old, you call the old heads, once all the old heads go, it's going to be open season because it's the, the woke mob is just too powerful. And these people are younger. You know, Robert Kraft is setting his ways. Uh, Jerry Jones, these guys are not going to bend or fold, but their children or their children, the children's children, they're going to fold like a cheap suit. But I mean, I agree with you, you know, all these what you call them tech tech billionaires and and liberal nerds and all these people they're waiting because they want to control everything like you said they savages they want to control everything every aspect of society they want to control but as sad as it sounds che they just might get it though you know it's just mm -hmm. it's just because too much they, they, they they're they're becoming very good at being able to use public opinion and and that's why big tech has been come, become so powerful because they they know how to sway public opinion, and so everybody is now, you know, even even the government is 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 you know kind of bowing down at, at at their feet because they have so much control over people's minds, and so you know these these people have figured out a whole different game that hasn't been around for a long time. That I mean with well, the people who are in charge haven't seen. And so I think that they're kind of, and this is why, I mean, this is why this is Elon Musk becomes a big problem. You see what I'm saying? Like you have to always look at these things. Like why are people so upset at this? Why are people such in an uproar? And it has much more to do with the plays that's going on up at the top is more so than what's going on here at the bottom. And if you really want to talk about, you know, systemic racism and you want to talk about those type of issues that they're really being played up there. They just keep us distracted with right. down here. You know what I mean? They keep us looking at each other and being mad at each other and, you know, uh, you know, suspicious of each other, as opposed to what's really going on at the top is that once you get there, and I think that's what Kanye is kind of falling into, is that he's realized, oh, wait a minute. I thought that once I became a billionaire, that all of a sudden life would get easy and he realized it just got harder. Yeah, because really, the money just gives you access. Like, so the money lets you get access to the actual party, but you can't really go into VIP. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't really go into the back room. You're just there at the party. And so I, I agree a thousand percent what you said, that Kanye thought, if I'm the richest, quote unquote, black man in American history, then surely I'll be able to knock down every wall. Uh, not so fast, because at that level, it's not about money. It's really about legacy preservation. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So at that point, your money can't buy that. And on top of that, you're like, you're married to a Kardashian. You're a rapper. You don't even have the type of pedigree to even do it. Like you don't have a lineage. You don't have like forefathers before you that, that no, you're just Kanye. And after you, Kanye, what's going to happen? Nothing. Well, I think that's, that's, you know what that's like, yeah, that's the point. So they're taking that, they're taking that legacy from him. I'm going to play this other clip real quick where he was talking mm -hmm. about um, uh, him and some of the influences. And I and I did a video on that. We're talking about the influences around around uh, that they they kind of 
you already know, man, they got handlers. I mean, he 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 says it, and we already know that they have it, that they keep people in line. But hold on, hold on, Che. How are you a grown man? Because he even said he has some handlers, right? Right. <clears throat> but how do you have a handler, though? Like, who's around you that's just there to make sure you don't do nothing? Like, I'm just like, I wouldn't even want to, you couldn't do it. A person couldn't be around me making sure I did something or didn't do something. Like, I'm like, get away from me. Like, how are you, how are they even in your circle? That's a problem in itself. But you had that you have a handler. No. Do, do you, do, but do you think that, that, like, I, I don't think that these people announce it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's like, you know, you know, you're, you, I think what happens, like somebody like Kanye, who's 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 never been rich, and a lot of these other people who have never been rich, that it's like it's like right now, if somebody were to come to you and say, "Hey, hey, Blanche, I want you to do um, a podcast of Joe Rogan style, and we're going to front you two hundred million dollars," like you never been in that position before. I'm gonna be like, "Run it, go ahead, let's go." <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, and they'd be like, "Hey, so this is what we're going to do. This guy's going to pick you up. He's going to take you to the studio. He's going to do this. He's going to do that." And then it's like. I don't think that you really, you know, it's not like they tell you this guy's here to monitor you, but he is, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I think that it's not, it's something that you kind of figure out as you go along, like, oh, that the guy that's from the studio is really there reporting back to the executives and they're telling me, you know, don't say this and don't do that. I mean, I, I don't, that's, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's probably a little more savvy than when, I, when I'm making it. I mean, I, I just, he, I just was shocked that he said he had handlers. I was just like, I just was shocked when he said <laughs> it. So I was just like, yeah, I mean, and I think, I think what happens is that if, like, like I said, if you were to get into that space where they say, here's two hundred million dollars, and you know, by the way, here's a new set of friends. I mean, you, you, you and I might be different, but for the average person. I mean, I don't know, $200 million, $200 million. That's what I'm saying. Like, things have, are changing. <laughs> things are not the same. Listen. <laughs> that, look at Nori said. <laughs> things are not the same. I'm just saying, like, you know, you get into that situation, and I've never been in that situation, so I can't say what would have happened and what I, I do, but you, you, it's almost like, you know, they start, they, they, you don't want to, you're not going to, this is like I say this with everybody and all these you know, athletes, celebrities, and everything like that, you don't want to upset, bite the hand that feeds you. So they push whatever it is that they want them to push because I don't want to go back to living in, in, in you know, in a one-bedroom apartment, you know, especially yeah. when you've taken me out of there. I'm going to play this clip real quick. I see Osiris is up. What's up, Osiris? Yeah, they pulled the, the podcast. They pulled the drink chaps. That's no, why we over show, here. Not, not the podcast, the show, right? No, just yeah, just the episode. They didn't pull the, the, the podcast. Not that I know. I mean, we've we've been on here for almost an hour, so it's 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 quite possible. <laughs> it's quite <laughs> and, and the way Nori was looking, <laughs> Nori might be in that ocean right I now. Know, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 before we end this, man, before we end this, I'm going to play that clip one more time. Right. I, I, I'm just letting everybody know because I want everybody to see what Nori was going through. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I'm going to play this. I'm going to play this one right here. What he was what, what, what Kanye was talking about. 
as far as like uh, Kim and everything and the handlers and so on. The family back together. Kim is a Christian. On TMZ, I just saw yesterday, they said Pete Davidson and Kim have sex by the fireplace to honor their grandmother. It's Jewish Zionists that's about that life, that's telling this Christian woman that has four black children to put that out as a message in the media. So when I drive by and I see the Hulu ads and I say the J.P. Chase Morgan ads, I'm going to let y'all know right now, the devil is a defeated foe. You can't poison me. And by the way, y'all don't already fuck with me so much. Y'all already black mirrored me. You already made everybody think I'm crazy. You already took my family away. You already separated all my friends. I don't got no celebrity friends. Because <laughs> hey, I mean, I, my bad if you guys had kids around. I should have told you there was some, some language, but. Uh... <laughs> so, but I mean, here he is. He's saying, no. he's saying that they, that. Yeah, because Kim, she did she did say that the other day, which was I don't understand. So, <laughs> so let me get this straight. Kim Kardashian has sex with Skeet by the fireplace to honor their grandparents. So that they have like a shrine set up with candles, you know, smoke burning. Did they do a uh, say a prayer, do a chant? Like it's disgusting. Not having sex thing about my grandparents. It's gross. <laughs> How you even hey, hit the you, you follow um you follow Larry Johnson, the ex football player? Oh yeah. You know I follow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, but look though. <laughs> no, but but it's like it's it it's almost like um everything that he be saying. I at first I used to be like, this dude's crazy. But Everything he said, like I, you have to, you have to like ask yourself, like what, what does that even mean? You had sex in front of the fireplace to honor your grand grandmother. Like this has to be some type of like it has to be <laughs> Scottish right, uh, a, a Freemason ritual. It has to be like because right. that don't even sound that doesn't even sound right. So I, I'm sure he so he said what it was right. He put the he put the ritual up. I got. I got to watch it. Did Did he put that one up? I don't know. I I know he put the one of the George Floyd one up. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but I haven't. I didn't go back and look and see if he put up the uh, the uh, the the fire by what he said by the fireplace. Like the like that's what I'm saying. Like grandmother fireplace. So yeah. So what I'm imagining is like they had the grandmother's ashes, and they were like. Throwing that, like they covered themselves in the ash and then threw the ash in the fire, and they just they had sex, you know, to conjure up, you know, the, their grandmother. So it's literally, the grand, the ghost of the grandmother was watching them have sex. I mean, it, it, yeah, <laughs> that sounds disgusting, don't it? <laughs> but you know what? I mean, I, I look at, I look at this stuff, man. You know, these celebrities. They, they're 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 in a different realm you know what i mean um they're in a whole different world and and i i said this one in that video i made about kanye um i i think that they you know they willfully go into this and i think kanye is is like that and i think kanye is kind of living in this bubble of hollywood elites that are being weirdos and i think he knew that I knew, I mean, because look, you got to yeah. think about it, man. Listen, 
You married Kim Kardashian. She is the, the, the harlot of Hollywood. Everybody then ran through her. Track right? me. Track me. You see what I'm saying? This is like some type of, of ritual of some sort. And then, I mean, she just was with Skeet. What's his name? Pete Davidson. Yeah. Have you seen him? I've seen him. <laughs> I don't, yeah. So this is what I'm saying, man. Like, like I don't, I think Kanye and people like, I think they make these kind of, what do they call them? Faustian deals. Like, you know, deals with the devil for the fame and the fortune and, 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 and everything that they've got. And now it's like, I think what happens is that he thought maybe that's going to get him something. And then once he gets there and realizes, Hey, I'm still being left out. And so, you know, he kind of goes crazy. What a weird, like, that's weird. That's a, that's yeah. weird. I was talking with someone last night and we were talking about, do these celebrities know what they're getting into? And I say yes, because there's too many people that have been in the industry that would tell you or want, like, you know what you're getting into. And like you said, Kanye said that he he used to be with other women and he would be having sex with them as Kim Kardashian's sex tape was playing. <laughs> so if you, yeah, if, these... but what I was saying is like, imagine him sleeping with all these women but he has the Kim Kardashian sex tape playing on the big screen. Like it's just, so you're already prepped and ready for Hollywood. Like you're already ready for it. Like that kind of stuff is weird. So you're already groomed to kind of go into it and pretty much this stuff seems normal. I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if Kris Jenner is a full on witch. I'm talking about potters. I'm talking about full on everything because what she's been able to do since her husband has died has been masterful. And they said that she knew when she got with um, Bruce Caitlyn Jenner that he was already taking the hormones. So she was already seeing some of the development and she was with him and had children with him even during that. So I'm like, these folks are, you know, way off. So to me, Kanye knew it. He wanted it. He even said, I gave my soul away for a happy meal. He said it, you know. So, yeah, they they know the deal, Che. That's what I mean. They know. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we you and I talk about a lot about the uh, about the uh, you know the family and the, the the breakdown of the family and all that type of stuff. And I look at it like you know, there's there is a concerted effort within society to elevate the 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 feminine above the masculine. And I, you and I have talked about that many different times. Um, but the reasons behind all that, and I think that the Kardashians are, they play a role in that whole, I mean, look at, I mean, you, 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 like we talk about the emasculation of men. Um, we talk about the, you know, masculinity, how it's being, you know, demonized. I mean, the original, we, I called this original, uh, episode, the return of toxic masculinity and toxic masculinity being something that they're always trying to demonize masculinity. And I think that, the, that, I mean, we're literally looking at like a microcosm of that. Whereas the, the, the Kardashians are the matriarchs on a small level, but it symbolizes a bigger thing. And they've literally turned a Olympic gold medalist 
somebody who competed at the highest level of athletics, which is the most um, a, a very masculine, um, a masculine thing to be doing, and yeah. you've turned that into a woman, like it, and you know what I mean? Like I don't know, like. I, I would need to have Larry Johnson on here, which I would love to have one day because I would just, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I mean, he probably could break it down because I'm just saying like, this is some, this is like some really deep ritualistic type of stuff that you see going on here. It, it is. I mean, you, and when I look at it like that, like the way society is going and way they're trying to shape society and elevate the feminine and emasculate the masculine, it's almost like, they literally did that, I and mean, we literally watched them in reality TV do that. You know what I mean? And 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 now you have um, Kanye, the father, who has never been able to outshine and take his proper place as the head of his household. Right. <clears throat> and they, they even say that Drake slept with the mom of Chris, you know, which is – that has to be a rich – listen – it's just a lot of weird. It's just a lot of weird stuff going on, man. And to me, it's intentful. They're not just doing it because they're horny and freaky. No, it's a reason behind it. You know, if you sleep with the Grand Witch, you know, you get some kind of power. I don't know what Drake got, but sleeping with Chris Jenner had to come with something. Right, and and that's what I'm saying. And there's also a reason why a lot of people were with Kim, and 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 Chloe, and you know what I mean. Like, look at look what happened to Lamar. He, he want to be with Transformers now. Lamar is with, I couldn't believe it, but it's crazy. Yeah, and then, you know, like even he, like he was on drugs and then now he he said he had a, a dream and Kobe came and talked to him in his dream where he was saying something about Kobe, said that the afterlife ain't what everybody thinks it is. And I don't know, man, this is some, there's some real weird stuff going on. And it surrounds that family. Um, you know, I don't know, bro. Yeah. I mean, I look at all the guys that have messed with them. The only one that kind of, I can't even say Reggie Bush because his career ended, right? <laughs> like, I can't even say him. Like, who who left them successful or intact? No, I mean, I can't think of any. Yeah, I mean, they all pretty much just kind of went they all kind of went downhill after that. Look at look at the guy she married, uh, Kim Chris Humphreys. He let he's out the league. He was out the league. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. And, and he said that she paid him to marry her, which is again, yeah. I don't, yeah, it's a lot of weird stuff, man. It's just like, yeah, I don't, I, I can't. You can't explain these things unless, <laughs> unless hey. The only way you can understand these things is if you if, if you got Larry Johnson right there. Yeah, we need Larry. Yeah, we, we do. Um, the George Floyd thing, we see that that's become, you know, the talk of everything. And now they're talking about um, they're possibly going to sue Kanye, which is interesting because they said Kanye actually um, paid his daughter's tuition. The two, the I think two million dollars in June of two thousand and twenty. Twenty, yeah, that he paid for his daughter's college tuition. He gave her two million dollars, and now they want to sue him. But uh, let me let's let's just play what he said yeah, because because yeah. even what he said was kind of again, 
<laughs> if we had Larry here, we would we would probably get a, a full breakdown of this. But uh, and but if you go to his page, he did break it down. To be honest with you, but let's uh let's play this real quick. I watched the George Floyd documentary that Candace Owens put up. One of the things that his two roommates said was, they want a tall guy like me. They want a tall guy like me. And the day when he died, he said a prayer for, you know, eight minutes. Mm -hmm. He said a prayer for eight minutes. They hit him with the fentanyl. If you look, the, the guy's knee wasn't even on his neck like that. When he said, mama, mama his, is his girlfriend. They said he screamed for his mama. Mama was his girlfriend. It's in the documentary. But something that hit me, that fucked me up when I was watching the documentary, and it said they want a tall guy like me. When I looked at that image of him, this tall black dude with the bald head, he reminded me of somebody else. Who do you think he reminded me of? Virgil. He reminded me of Virgil. You know what I'm saying? I'm not finna cry in front of y'all because that's how they get me, right? But I know that we lost him. And I know that this white company, Louis Vuitton, is now making statues of him, like as a martyr. And we don't know why exactly. We say it's cancer. But I yeah. mean, I mean, um, mm-hmm. all right, I want to be careful with this subject because. Wait a second, but tell me, mm-hmm. could you even really run this interview? Because Mav yeah. didn't. Are they having an interview in the alley? Why hey, you know, hey. That was the first thing I thought when I heard it. I said, hey, you know, because like some because 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 sometimes like where I'm filming, right? I'm at I'm at my house. So I, there's a there's literally an alley behind my house. So sometimes I have been filming stuff and I'm like, oh man, here comes the trash truck. I can hear it, right? And yeah. so I'll be like, man, but I'm like, man, this is drink champs. Like you should you should have a little bit more. Uh, better sound protection or something like that, but it's right. like, yeah, yeah, are they filming in the alley? But yeah, um, yeah. So what you think about what he what he said? Like I said, that's kind of he said a bunch <clears throat> of weird stuff in there too. Um, I, I think that uh, you know, my thoughts on the whole George Floyd thing are that based on what came from it, it's kind of hard to feel like it wasn't a setup. Um, I think George Floyd. They called the police on him and it took the police like 45 minutes to get there. So he like waited for the police to come, which is weird. Like, I, I don't, it's just, the stuff don't make any sense. And that George Floyd's death had the whole world saying they couldn't breathe. If I'm thinking about things from a spiritual standpoint, I just feel like spiritually it caused the world to unify over something that was bad. Like it's almost like it kind of released something into the atmosphere. I don't know. I just feel like his death prompted something very bad to happen after that. They, and the media kept saying, oh, you guys can protest and you won't catch the Peter pandemic. You know, you won't catch it. I was just like, wait a minute. All these folks together, they won't catch it. But if I go to my grandmother's house, she going to die. So it just seemed like it was like a setup to get everything that happened after that from it. And and Kanye's right. That, that technique they had with the knee on the back of the neck is actually in their training manual. It's actually part of their training. But the problem is they said they didn't even bring it up like it was part of their training. So to me, if that's part of you all's training, why wouldn't you say it's in your training manual? Why is that a secret? So it just it just seems like a lot of stuff was fishy. But, I mean, 
Did they sacrifice George Floyd? I don't know. Did they sacrifice Virgil? I don't know. I don't know. I think when it comes to this day and age, everybody's a sacrifice. If you had any kind of notoriety, any kind of you were a part of some Illuminati plot, and honestly, Che, I don't believe half of these folks even know what's even going on. I believe that most of these folks are just pawns and what's going on. They have no idea. They don't go to any secret meetings. They don't They don't get the script. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. I, um, you know what? It, it, I always look at like what the outcome of something is. Yeah. Because when you look at the outcome, um, then you start to look at things and say, well, I mean, if I had an interest in that outcome, how would I then go and, re, you know, reverse engineer it and say, then how would I have made that happen? I don't know. I don't I mean, I can't sit here and say I just know that there was a lot of things that didn't make sense in that whole situation. Um, I've seen so that obviously, I mean, I've seen a lot of people handcuffed and I've seen a lot of people um, put in that position with the cop on the back of their neck. I've also heard a lot of people say I can't breathe when they've been detained like that. And every time I hear that, I, every or every time I've heard that, the first reaction that a cop would say is, if you can say it, you can breathe. Like a right. person that it, it takes breath to say something. Right. So if you're saying I can't breathe, you can breathe. Um, and, and I know. And, yeah. And if he's yelling on the ground. Like, like, think about it. For him to yell out, mama we can admit that he wasn't being choked at that moment. For him to be able to yell something out, he, yeah. his hair's not being restricted. So we got to kind of use common sense. You know, knee on the neck, yeah, but he's still talking the whole time, or most of the time he's talking. So he wasn't, you know, if you've been choked before, you know you can't really speak, or you got put in the yoke. You know we used to wrestle. You get put yeah. in the yoke, you really can't. Right, and and then just the whole everything, like, like he was a uh, – um he did adult films that yeah. that's a fact that's a fact um i don't know man it's just to me like you said i i think and, and i don't know uh, uh he knew the officer for years he knew the officer yeah he did um i i don't here's what here here here's just the thing i think that there are um obviously there are narratives and when you see certain people that go out of their way to Completely like to to go all out and defend a narrative. There's probably a reason for that. Yeah, and I think that right now, um, him making these comments is is beneficial because everybody's now focused on those comments as opposed to the other things that we spent most of our time talking about here. Right. You know what I mean? The ownership, the 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 plays at the elite level. Um, the, the Jewish connection and all that type of stuff is things that they don't really want us talking about. They'd rather us talking about Kanye made another anti-black statement by saying that George Floyd wasn't killed by the cop. Um, I've always said before that one of the biggest problems is that, you know, we get away from the fact that this guy was, I mean, you take it how you want it, but he was on drugs. Um, he wasn't, living life of, a, of an upstanding citizen and individual. And so the lesson that we could all learn, um, whether you want to say that the cop was right or wrong or whatever it is, the lesson you can learn is that if you weren't out there doing these type of things and you wouldn't find yourself running into the law, there's, 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 
and I'm not saying everybody, but I would, I would put, I would, I would wager a good wager on the fact that 99% of the people that have run-ins with law enforcement are not out there doing things that keep you from having run-ins with law enforcement. Right. So, I mean, we don't ever get that lesson because we're too caught up in what the police did and all this different stuff. Um, yeah, but you know, I, I think that's a very important narrative. I was on, um, Casey's podcast and I don't know if she's still in the chat. I seen her earlier, but, um, her and I got to talking about it, about the whole, you know, I can't breathe thing and all that type of stuff. And I was saying, you know, if you really want to get deep on a spiritual level, right. And you start looking and you start saying, you know, when, when you look and you read, you know, you read the, the books, the Bible, the Quran, all those type of things. And they talk about the, the breath, right? And they say that even in the Bible, it says that God breathed into Adam the breath of life. Mm-hmm. And that breath being, uh, 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 if you look at the actual Hebrew word, that it's actually like a piece of the spirit of God. And now, at the same time that that happened, the whole world masked themselves. Yes. The whole world put masks on themselves, which, whether you want to, I mean, you have to admit that shortens your breath. And then if you believe in the power of words and you believe in the manifestation that you can bring from words, you had people chanting, I can't breathe. So you physically shortened your breath, which is your connection to God, and then you manifested that you you proclaimed it saying you couldn't breathe i look at that i mean we've been talking a whole bunch that i mean these things go all type of ways and i think that you know these rituals are played out on big level big scales and small scales and if you can like i said look at the end result if my end result was from you know some type of you know evil you know, evil plot, and I could get everybody to start <laughs> limiting their godlike potential. I would mask them, and I would have them walking around saying, "I can't breathe." Right, and then the, and after that, think about it. Not that you have five billion people that took the jab, so it's kind of like again. That's why I said on a spiritual level, when I look at certain things, I look at the officer. I look at the whole scene. I look how much attention it got. And I just kept saying to myself, something doesn't seem right. Cause I said, it, I said, it, it looks, I said, it looks staged. I kept saying it looks like it's staged. I said, just because the way the cameras were set up, the officers just standing there, they got, it, it just didn't look right. And we fast forward and it's literally been chaos ever since then. Like since that event, since the riots, since the I can't, the global chance of I can't breathe, since the mask, it has been literal chaos in the world. I mean, it's like it's, it's nuts. And so I wouldn't be surprised if that particular event kind of ushered in some on a spiritual level, some kind of, I don't know, maybe some kind of dark force. Um, if you think about it, if you limit the breath of God in the world, like if you limit God's breath from people breathing, then you kind of the forces of evil aren't held back, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like that kind of protection is kind of going away if the breath gets diminished. So it will make sense for all these folks to mass up and some be able to push through 
I guess some kind of invisible barrier. And now we got chaos. I mean, that, that'd be, look at the end result. That's the end result of it. And, you know, we're talking about power. We're talking about people with a tremendous amount of power. So I look at it and I say, well, I don't put, you know, these days, I don't put anything past anybody. That's all. You know what I mean? And and I had a, a, a conversation with somebody back and forth on Twitter the other day, and we were talking about false flags. And he was like, well, what, 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 name a false flag. And I was like, which one would you believe? Because all you're going to do is say, well, they said it's not. Right. And they said it's not. And um, so it, it's like, you know, I, I can't argue that fact to you. All I know is I don't trust the people giving me the information. I don't because too many times they have put us in a position that that, that made us weaker. And so I don't as a result of their propaganda and a result of their lies. I can't tell you a false flag because all you're going to say is, oh, no, but they said this and they said that. And that's they is the problem. Right. So I, I just know that I see certain things. I see what's going on now. I see that there is a a global shift, a global reset, as we call it, um, that that's happening. That's real. And that could be another reason, like what I'm saying, like with Kanye and, and, and him, you know, having these issues with people at the top. These people at the top know what's coming. Right. Like they're not giving anything up right now. Like right. <laughs> this is not this is not the time to be selling. This is the time to be holding on to everything because they're the ones orchestrating this whole, you know, this huge reset. You think that they're trying to give up land and resources and any type of power? No. Right no. now it's not about like you said, it's not about money. It's about legacy. It's about position. Like right now it's about position. And you, and there's a reason why Bill Gates is buying up all the farmland. There's a reason why China has done that too. You know what I mean? And so I'm just saying, man, you got to look at, you got to just look at all the pieces. And when I asked people that question, Che, I said, why, I asked people, I said, why do you think Bill Gates is buying up all the farmland? I said, why do you think China, I said, is buying up all the, what reason? And folks just look like a deer with a, with their head stuck in the headlights. I'm like, just think, why would they want to, I said, what do farms do? They were like, uh, produce food. I said, exactly. So I said, if our food, that's produced on the farms in America are controlled by Bill Gates in China. What does that mean for you and me? If they're controlling the means of production for food, what does that mean for us? I'm like, folks can't even get their mind to even think to that level. They they stuck on Kanye's White Lives Matter t-shirt. They still mad at that. And now they're gonna be mad at George Floyd. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying, man. That that's what I'm talking about. This is this is this is. This is something that when you get to certain levels, they're not going to let you in infrastructure because infrastructure is the gatekeeper. Infrastructure is where everything is 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 owned and and and, and controlled. They they'll let you have a record label, they'll let you wear it around red wear the chain around your neck, and they'll let you be in the videos, and they'll let you be on TV, and they'll let you have the house houses and the yachts and the mansions and all this different stuff. They'll let you have all that, but what they're not going to let you have is the infrastructure that makes it all happen. Right. And I think that's what he was talking about when he said, you know, the Jewish secrets, you know, we're not going to let those out. <laughs> and it, I don't think it's really a secret. It's it, it is what it, like you said, like the farmland. You know, you I don't care how much money you got. If you can't eat, it's over with. It's over. <clears throat> it's over. And, and another thing too, Che, is 
in all this stuff, man, context gets lost, right? Everybody's mad at Candace Owens because they feel like she's bashing George Floyd, right? I'm just giving you an example of context. Candace Owens wasn't really bashing George Floyd. She was just saying, you can't make him a hero. Like, you can mourn his death, but you can't say he's a martyr because a martyr went out there intentionally trying to do something for the people. That's not what he did. He wasn't right. He wasn't fighting for the people. He wasn't fighting for freedom. He was uh, involved in crime and something terrible happened. So at the end of the day, even when that situation, people are so focused on just the actual outcome of what happened and not actually that they literally had you guys make this guy. Think about it. Even Joe Biden said it. He said George Floyd is more popular than Martin Luther King. And he's right. As sad yeah. as it sounds, he's right. Like yeah. you, you see George Floyd more, more than you see King. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, that's reality. Like there's probably more people that know about George Floyd right now, especially younger people than yeah. they do about King. I mean, that's the reality. Man, crazy stuff going on. You want to watch this Nori clip one more time? Oh, yeah, let's watch, let's watch Nori, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, no, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this because um, if 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 you, you see me or Blanche making a video like this in the next couple of days, you'll know why. You'll know. Right? So, so be on the lookout. <laughs> it's because outside 7 a.m. go low. Got a lot of thinking to do. Got a lot of thinking to do. These past three days, there's been a lot going on. You know, two different audiences from Boosie to Kanye. You know, people wanting this, people not wanting this, people not wanting that. I'm starting to realize free speech ain't free. Some people got to pay for free speech. I'm just not one that's willing to do it. So I got a lot of thinking, a lot of things to do. You know what I mean? But things might not be the same. Because things ain't the same. But uh, I'm going to stay positive. Uh, that's pretty much it. So I look. But things ain't the same. Because... Things is not the same. <clears throat> Yo. Hey, he looked over his shoulder like he yeah, looked over. I, <laughs> like, oh, I noticed that. I was like, keep looking over. You on the beach by yourself. Who else is out there, bro? <laughs> he said, just in case. Let me look back over here. Let me get out of here, y'all. Things ain't the same. Hey, look what he said. He said, things ain't the same because things ain't the same. <laughs> right. Listen, man, Nori is shook, though. He is shook. <laughs> I don't know what they told him or showed him, but he shook. If people came. That's what happened. Then people came. They had that conversation. They closed the door behind him, and they <laughs> right. let you know, like, hey, Nori, check this out, man. You want to pull little stunts like that? You you ain't that guy. At all. You got one more time. And it's supposed to be a guy that grew up in the hood around all type of stuff. <laughs> yeah, you, hold up. He grew up in the hood, right? <laughs> oh, man, this is crazy. Well, Blanche, it was good talking to you again. Uh, oh, tell yeah. everybody where they can reach you at, where they can follow you, where they can where they can get a hold of your content because you talk – Blanche drops this type of stuff all the time, man. If you want to listen to it, he's probably – he. I, I, He's not he's not Larry Johnson, I'll say that, but he he getting 
<laughs> Nobody's Larry Johnson, man. <laughs> I ain't going to listen. I ain't going that deep. Listen, I'm just, I'm on the surface. I'm, you know what I mean? But, um, but first of all, if anybody that follows me is on here, please follow uh, Che's YouTube channel, the No Spoon Podcast. Y'all should follow it like right now and like the video. And and I can be and I can be reached at um you know he is Blanchard on Instagram and he is Blanchard on YouTube. I think Free Blanch on um, TikTok and I think he he is Blanchard on Twitter. Man, it, it, it be, <laughs> yeah, I'll be the same way. Like I don't know what I'll be like. What what am, what is my uh? <laughs> especially when you got to make a whole bunch of different ones. Right, that's what I'm saying. I, I forgot this something <laughs> with Blanch. Something with Blanche and free in it, or he is Blanche or something like that. It's gonna pop up. Should what I'll do is I'm I'm gonna put all the links in the uh in the uh in the description. So if you if okay. if, if 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 you're not like if you you catch this the replay if you're catching the replay you'll see it in the description. If you're catching it right now live, go back later. I'm gonna put all the um the links in there, man. But it was always like it's it's always a pleasure talking to you, Blanche. Oh yeah. Um. We'll do it again. You already know. I mean, we've been doing this for a while now, right? So yeah, yeah. All right, man. Appreciate it. Stick around, right, and I'll get I'll get right back with you, everybody. That was Blanche. Like I said, follow him. Um, on all those different places, I'm gonna put the description. I mean, the link in the uh, in the in the description, so you guys can go ahead and follow him. All these different places, but man, that's that's pretty much it, man. That's how we do it, man. Uh, this is the No Spoon Podcast, and so. It's when I play the little outro music, like I played the little intro music, but then. Turn this down a little bit. It's kind of loud. But, um. Weird stuff out there. Weird stuff out there in Hollywood. Weird stuff out there at the top. And that's what I think it is. It's, I think there's a game that's being played that's above our heads. And it's, it's really above our pay grade. And I think it's above people like Kanye West pay grade. I think that there's people that's been playing this game for a very, very long time. And it's a very, very elite and small club. And they're not going to just let you in just because you got some money. It don't work like that, man. It's all about the game is now is about position. It's about power. It's about influence. Money is going to be obsolete. And one of these things that we notice that money is not is, is, the money is gone anyways, right? It's dying anyways. And would you see this whole type of global shift that's been going on as far as you know, um, you know, with, with in, in, in financials, in in pharmaceuticals, and all these different things that we see happening? They're controlling every, everything, and so they're not going to let you into the infrastructure. They're not going to let you into that club. So if you really want to talk about these systemic issues, that's where it's coming from. That's where it's at. But uh, I appreciate everybody for joining this 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 episode, uh, listening to me and Blanche go ahead and rant all this time. But go ahead and follow him. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so. Do so now. If you like it, share it. Get it out to many people as possible because um, YouTube is owned by them people too. <laughs> they own by them people too. So hopefully if you see me by the beach tomorrow, at 7 o'clock in the morning, uh, you already know what time it is. But my name is Che. This is the No Spoon Podcast. Thank you guys for joining in. <laughs>